me go and retweet this, John, and push, 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 push the pod, push the pod. Like, retweet, copy link, drop it in the Slizak. Slizak. In the Slizak. No, all Liberty Line almost to 10k. Yeah, player. That's pretty cool. Let it be verified at that point. Um, I mean, you probably have to apply for that. I don't really know what that process is, and I definitely would not. Um, I gotcha. One time I was gonna Google, like, how does one get verified? And I was just like, then I have to read all the steps. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we should be. Get ready for some Philly sports talk. Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, and the Birds. He's an ass. Get him the ball. He can make plays. Just shut up and enjoy the greatness. There's a lot of them back here. And it makes you less happy, which is exactly what I want. Let's do it. Three, two... Hello, everybody. Hello, Philadelphia. Welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway, and joining me here is my illustrious co-host and wartime consigliere, Sam Glavin. Of course, we have our producer behind the glass, Seamus G. And we got our boy Bob in the chat. Is this live? Yes, it's live. Of course, it's live. Every single I, week, it hasn't always changed. Live. Of course, we are. It did change. It, I mean, it did change a little. We went to it's a it's a it's a Wolves Thursday. Oh, it I, is Thursday. That's oh, right. I'm on the wrong yeah. side. I do something felt just. Yes, wrong. I knew. Yeah, I knew. There, was something there we wrong. go. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! So yeah. Sam, like I said, it's a Thursday. A little discombobulated. We had the NBA plans last night. Thank God they didn't matter to us in any way. <laughs> Unlike, you know, they did for the Brooklyn Nets and for some other teams for throughout the week. But uh, right now, dude, we got the Sixers in the playoffs this yeah, Saturday. We got the Phillies <laughs> underway. Draft season. We're in the thick of it, which is kind of nuts, which it kind of snuck up on me. And I, I, I threw some it prospects did. names down that have visited. So we're going to get into all of that and a lot more. But right now, Sam, Philadelphia 76ers, four seed, taking on the Toronto Raptors. Mhm. Initial thoughts. So Initial thoughts. I feel I feel wary, you know, like I'm just I'm very I I'm very aware of what the Sixers team can do. I'm also very aware. This is going to sound weird. I'm also very aware of what the Sixers team can do. So like <laughs> it's just <laughs> I know that they can be good. But I also know that they could absolutely shit the bed, and there's a very real possibility that they could lose in the first round. So I'm just going to watch and see what happens. Like, yeah. It's... Yeah, you know, that is pretty much all you can do. It's pretty much all you can do right now. But you're right. I did I, I did love where you went with that because you know exactly what <laughs> they can do because this team is capable of so much. Yeah. You saw us put up. 
like 144 points in a game recently, not two weeks ago. And But we've mm-hmm. also seen us not put up even 100 points against the Toronto Raptors in Toronto without Matisse Thibel, who, of course, can't participate in participate. those road games because of their vaccination requirement. Um, I don't know how that slipped through the radar this whole time. They slipped under the radar this whole time. There's so um, much going on. <laughs> yeah. Going yeah. On. Just so much shit going on. Like, and you think Matisse is just going to be the good little schoolboy more often than not, or at least that's the persona that gets, but I guess not. I guess he's got a little yeah. bad streak in him. I guess he's got a little rebellious streak, but yeah. doesn't want dude, that vaccine. Speaking of a rebellious streak, man. I mean, going <laughs> Doc Rivers this week. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Doc Rivers this week. I mean, look, look, it, it's, it's pretty obvious that, Sixers fans have wanted Paul Reed for a long time. And it is obvious also that we have gotten really obsessed uh, with bench players, guys that are, you know, late round draft picks that, oh, we want them to be our guys. But, you know, it's a relic of the process. It's, it's, it's a trauma response more than anything else. But, you know, Paul Reed is better than any option that we have right now. And we Doc went out, played him, won yeah. us a basketball game, and then was very – very, very rude to Derek Bodner, some other reporters when it, asked about it. it. There's just no, there's just no good. Like he's obviously better than DeAndre Jordan, right? Like he's like it, that's the only option is to go to Paul Reed. I mean, like you cannot play DeAndre Jordan in a playoff game. It just can't happen. He's incompetent out there. I'd rather throw you out there, Ryan, than 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 him. Like he's just yeah. I, he can't handle the basketball. He's no good. He gets boxed out constantly, and he's the biggest guy on the floor. It's insane. Mm-hmm. So, and the fact that like Doc Rivers, like Doc Rivers, could have went about it a completely different way. You could have he could have just been like, yeah, he played a great game, but I I I think he'll he'll see maybe a little bit of time. But DeAndre Jordan's our backup center. Yeah, that's all you had to say. Just say that. That's fine. Not, well, we're not going on a Paul Reed victory tour. Man, you wouldn't even be invited. You've been preying on his downfall since the beginning. Meanwhile, he's given like double-digit minutes a night to Seamus G's got a d- 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 Dustin Johnson, Jesus Christ, DeAndre Jordan clip. <laughs> Cued up. No longer it's, Master it's, it's, Season. It says, I have a DJ clip ready. <laughs> it's not is. Master Season. But look at this complete lack of effort on the defensive end from DeAndre Jordan here. It's just like just, just standing in no man's land, like no closeout. Still, still and then yep. this is amazing there, right here. There he goes. Yep. There you go. Good job. Wow. Look at that defensive motor. Just the ball was in reach how many times? And like, meanwhile, Paul Reed's out there. Granted, he'll go out there and give you, you know, ten minutes, five fouls, and six points. Oh yeah. But, He'll go get you some boards. And, you know, he really is, you know, I, I, honestly, I kind of undersold his scoring ability there, especially against, look, I mean, Toronto just has like an, un, an oddly lanky basketball team. So it, it, it is going to be good to have a guy like Paul Reed out there that is, well, tall and long can actually move around a little bit because that's entirely what this Toronto Raptors team is made out of. So if Doc Rivers can't realize that, and I can, I'm sitting right here, and I don't. I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to to, to suss that shit out. That's something I, I could have told you a year ago. Is like that's what we need to match up with Toronto because that's the way that team is built. They don't have a slow big, really, that they play a lot. 
especially going to be coming off the bench in a short rotation. So Doc Rivers needs to get his head out of his ass. He needs to get off of his high horse. He needs to stop acting holier than thou. Like he's some basketball god. I know I said I'm going to say this every week now. This is going to become my weekly trope uh, about Doc Rivers. He hasn't won a title in it, since 2009, mm-hmm. or he got traded. All right, <laughs> I can tell you, that. I didn't know a coach could get traded. I didn't either. Doc Rivers until got traded. Happened. happened. <laughs> then it still hasn't happened again. So look, that doesn't just happen for no reason. And then look, I mean, the rest of history with him in Los Angeles, uh, you know, pretty much sums it up from there. But Doc Rivers needs to stop acting like this because we can beat, we can beat, we can, we can beat the Toronto Raptors, but it's up to him and it's up to James Harden, really, if we are going to be able to do that. Yeah, James Harden has been – I think if, if Doc Rivers wasn't such an asshole, then James Harden would be in a load of sh- – uh, like a, in deep shit with the Philadelphia fan base because he's been – underperforming yeah. <laughs> to say to say the least i haven't heard his name in the uh and i guess i know it's hard like to have but like no you know what it's not hard you have, you have joel Embiid. you're allowed to facilitate the basketball be a good basketball player shoot your threes make them and get fouled like that it make make shots make shots <laughs> like it's not i know you got joel Embiid who's taking a lot of shots and he's taking up most of the headlines right now because he should be the mvp and he's probably not gonna be which is another story but like if you're James Harden, you you come to this city to win a championship, and I just don't, I don't, I don't see that kind of drive right now on the yeah. court. Yeah, I, I mean, see that. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I mean, to play uh, James Harden's advocate here, to be his defense attorney. I mean, <laughs> recovering from this nagging hamstring injury last month of the regular season, you know, on a quest to win a title. I understand maybe the last month of the season are really not being it, but like you're also saying, if that continues into the playoffs, then we can't win. So I'm, I don't really know what James Harden we're going to see until he gets out there. Is it going to be the same James Harden that we've been watching since he came here? Because I mean, flashes of great flashes of awful. Uh, You take a look at him shooting 30% from the field. Uh, Dude, I look at his box score and look, and I see one of nine from from three point range, and I'm just like, what am I, what am I looking at here? So James Harden's gonna have to figure out just how to make shots. Gonna have to figure out how to drive to the basket without turning the ball over or and without going up soft. That's all we need him to do, really, and facilitate. If he can do that, honestly, work the mid range. Stop with stop chucking up these threes. Work the mid range a little bit because he's really nice coming off the pick and roll into into the lane to the elbow just pulling up for a nice little bucket you know every once in a while and i think when this if when the sixers get the Embiid harden pick and roll going that mm-hmm. lets them go but if they're just having harden go iso he can't do that anymore he can't do it. he can't beat guys off the dribble like that he's not nearly that fast so it's going to be up to doc rivers game plan and james harden's effort and execution and if those guys if both if one of those guys isn't doing his job then that's it they're fucked. Yeah, I totally agree, man. There, there's got to be there's got to be some kind of game plan going into the playoffs, and you don't usually see a game plan really like coming from Doc Rivers, not only in the regular season, but we saw it last year too, and that's why we lost the Hawks series. So there's got like you have to you can't we can't just keep beating a dead horse here. We you, you have to learn from your mistake. The definition of insanity is doing the same shit over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. You can't go into this playoffs with the same motives that you had last year. 
No. Or with the same plan that you had last year, which was no, which was no plan. It was just to go out there and try and try and beat everybody, which is not a good plan because the East is so close. I mean, you can't, you can't just go out there and be like, Oh, we have the more talented team. We're going to, we're going to win. No, you have to have a game plan. You need to watch the film of the other team. You lost to them in the regular season without Matisse Thibel. You're going to have to play them without Matisse Thibel. Go back and watch that game and see what you need to do to win Mm. that fucking basketball game in Toronto. Like, this is not this is not a difficult concept to to understand as a, like this is your job as a coach why why am I thinking about all this and not seeing it like I'm not a, I'm nowhere near a basketball guy like I'm nowhere near Doc Rivers' supposed basketball extra ex, expertise and he's supposed. so high and mighty like I, I I don't see any of this on the court whenever I watch them it's all just James Harden gonna drill up the court and throw it into the post to Joel Embiid. Yeah, we'll, we'll win that way. We got Joel Embiid posting up in the three point line for the last three years as somebody taking it, and that's that's not something. That's just here's the thing, man. Doc Rivers is really. It'd be one thing if he sucked and was humble about it, because that was Brett, you know. And I was willing to give Brett a little more time, but uh, Doc Rivers sucking and blowing massive leads and being like the biggest choker in NBA history, you know, really, I mean, the only way to forget about that to make me forget about that is winning. And we're just not going to do that. If he continues to do the same thing that made that earned him that reputation, the fact that he's sitting Joel Embiid for such long stretches, even though I understand it's the regular season, you got to manage his minutes when you get the playoffs and he's going to be playing a lot more minutes in the playoffs you can't allow the other team to get back into the game and get a rhythm. Like these are fundamental basketball things that he just doesn't really grasp, or at least he doesn't want to, he doesn't seem, or he doesn't really feel as though they're important. And he's talking about how Deandre Jordan is going to match up with bigger fives and, and Paul Reed's going to match up with smaller fives. Which, hey, I get Paul Reed. He's like six, nine. He's, he, he's not a seven footer, but at the same time, that's completely inconsistent with, with how he's used them already. No, they put, DJ up against a six ten guy is that a yeah. is it is that a big center in the NBA? No, it, it it's a it's a viable power forward. It's a four five, probably a stretch. You probably probably still need yeah. to shoot to be that tall in the NBA. So I don't really know what he's talking about. And also another thing that that lets me know, even though you know he has no game, like he's letting the other team what they do completely dictate his game plan which I understand, oh, you have to be able to counter things. But when you go on with no plan and go, okay, what are they going to do? Let's go around that. Not let's make them do what we want them to do. Not let's impose our will. It's, oh, okay, they're playing this guy. All right. I understand that in the playoffs, you have to match guys up with each other. You have to mirror minutes. But when that's all you've got for me, when it's it's insanity. when the only thing DeAndre Jordan can do is catch a lob when nobody's around, he catches one alley-oop a week and I go, Oh yeah, that's DeAndre Jordan. And then for the rest of the time I go, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. He sure as hell who isn't who he was in uh, live city, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not even mad at DeAndre Jordan. To be honest. Yeah. I can't I be feel mad like the, the game just, plan has been rather than plan and adjust. It's been react that. Like, yes. I just don't that, and that that's no way to play sports. Like that's just not just basketball. It's just you just don't play sports like that. Like no. there's there, there's no effort going into a game plan. If if that's your plan, there's just simply no effort going mm-hmm. into 
into what's what what needs to happen for for a playoff game. And it's a this, this is a playoff series, and we're talking about this a playoff series, and that's what boned us last year. Yep. And we still have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know. All we know is that DeAndre Jordan is the is going to be the backup center. Look, man, there should That's only be know. eight players allowed to to play in any given playoff game for the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, you need James Harden, Joel Embiid, Danny Green, Tobias Harris. You need uh, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybul, Shake Milton, Paul Reed, Georges Nyang. Is that, was that nine? Actually, yeah, actually, get rid of Matisse. Fuck him. It's eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we can't use him. We can't use him. We can't use him. So he's out. So well, he's, he's out, out of the mix. Yeah. Even though he's, you know, he's playing the majority of the games, four out of seven, if we go for the full length, it's still can't really rely on him there. So yeah, those are the eight guys. Those are the eight is guys. Is he even allowed guess, in the is he allowed in the arena? I don't I I no, probably not. Is he allowed in the country? Like what? Look, probably I, he probably just won't go. <laughs> God, dude. I mean, what was Kyrie so doing? When are those remember. games? Are they staggered? So does it go like it's two, one it's game? Two in Philly, two in Philly, two in Toronto, and then a game one seven in Philly, in one in Toronto, one in Philly. So they go back and forth. So okay. you know, if they're if if they get a game off us at home, and then we go up there without Matisse Thybul, that's going to pose some serious issues. Yeah, it is, and we'll probably lose. Mm-hmm. So and we will probably lose. So. That's the thing, man. Like when I took, but. When you look at the Sixers in the playoffs, if we overcome this Toronto team in stunning fashion, mm-hmm. that's going to give me a lot more confidence going forward. Because yes. look, we saw what happened last year. We lost to the fucking Atlanta Hawks. Hawks, Hawks, Hawks. We lost to a team that was in the play-in this year. And I understand they were better last year. They're still really talented. Got a lot of guys that can just give you buckets whenever they buckets. feel like it. Just buckets. I mean, last night the play-in, they just absolutely shat on the the Hornets. So I mean, they're a good yes, ball club, did. but we should have been far and away a better team. And part of that was Doc Rivers. Part of that was Ben Simmons. Part of that was actually Matisse Thybulle a little bit, and Seth Curry yeah. not being able to do anything. But again, that was reactionary game planning from Doc Rivers. As soon as he knew what to do, it was already too late because they were on to the next one. They were on to the next thing. As soon as he got an adjustment, they they switched it up. So. We've seen what they can do, like you said. I really, I think this is it, Shame She. I think you're going to need to clip with what Sam said. Like, I know what the Sixers can do, but I know what the Sixers can do because that is so. <laughs> you are so correct. We've seen the 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 the, the peaks and we've seen the valleys. But if oh, we yeah. win in spectacular fashion, then guess what? Then things start to get really interesting mm-hmm. because. We don't play anybody good then until the Eastern Conference Finals. To the finals, which is the goal for me, is to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. It's a low bar with this team. It should be it should be higher, but it's not. Um give me a uh, give me a series prediction, Ryan. <clears throat> Look, if the Sixers that I know and hate show up, it's Raptors and Six. But oh. if James Harden turns the clock back two years probably sixers and five see that's that is the it, it's one or the other this is not going to go seven it's either going to be the sixers are demoralized and lose or the sixers come out and absolutely run rough shot over a clearly inferior roster those yeah, are my two. I, I know that this is cheating 
This yeah. is cheating. It's, it's cheating. not really a predicting, but I don't care because this team has given me so much fucking agita over the last <laughs> how many seasons that like yeah. I don't even. I'm gonna take I, this one. I'm gonna take this one. Okay, off. that's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna go. I'll I'll split the difference. I'll just go Sixers and six. Gives them gives them two losses, right? To figure mm-hmm. out what they need to do, and then they need to win four. So like that's yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Absolutely. Six now let's just six. take a look. Let's just take a look at the greater playoff bracket here. Uh, so I mean, obviously we had the play in tournament. Mm-hmm. So basically, dude, a second round matchup with the Miami Heat, even without home court advantage. Like, if there's a team I fear the least in the East, it's probably them. The Heat, really? Yeah, okay. the Heat. I, I know they're the, like they're the most fraudulent one seed of all time. Oh, I I definitely agree with that, but I also don't think that the like I also think they're a very good team. Oh and, yeah, but like, like they're... we're a better basketball team than the Heat, and we've okay. we've we own them in the regular season. We just do, and um, we'll see what happens. We beat them without Embiid one time. Like that's embarrassing. Yes, that sh- shouldn't be happening for a one seed. So guess who, what? If they win, who is the uh, who is the scariest team in the East? Probably Milwaukee. I was gonna go with Milwaukee or Boston. It was Milwaukee or Boston. Those yeah. are the two. Those re- they really are. And look, it's so funny because here's Boston and Brooklyn. Boston in the two seed, Brooklyn in the seven. Actually, last year it was flipped. Yeah. And obviously, Brooklyn came out on top in that series. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But look, they just got so able, hot. If we can just be a, the basketball team that we're supposed to be, then we have the easiest path. We or not as easy it was as it was supposed to be last year. Yeah. But uh still a, a, a vastly easier path than bought than even Boston was having. Than even mm-hmm. Milwaukee's gonna have. Even though they're gonna play Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. They suck. <laughs> they suck. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be interesting, man. And it's really just gonna be a competition to see who plays Phoenix in the finals. Because I think I agree. I <laughs> Lucas Hurt, that sucks. The Warriors are just ah, they're decrepit. Um, the Grizzlies are fun, and I they're, love yeah, they're them. fun. Yeah, they're fun. And guess what? They might uh, make the fucking finals. They might shut me up, and they might make the finals. But I think I think they're a year away from just getting like they need to make a playoff run before they just get to the finals. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're right. Or at least that's the way I think it should be as a Sixers fan. But we've had like they how need, many playoff runs now? So they just need one more piece. They just need one more. Yeah, I, I, think. I, I just need one I, more piece. I, I just think they need another year for their guys to just get older. Like, Develop, they, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, they're just throwing kids out there pretty much. They are just John, Moran, John Moran's like the oldest guy on the starting roster. It's a little hyperbolic there, but it's close to true. Like, yeah. So the fact that they're just so fun. But, yeah, man, Sixers, hopefully they take that series over Toronto. We'll check in midway through the series pretty much next week with yeah. all of you to see what's going on. And uh, we're going to check in right now with the Doghouse, brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Uh, Sam, I was, since we're on the topic of the Sixers, since we were talking about yeah. Matisse Thibel a little bit earlier, I'm, dude, I, I'm putting Matisse Thibel. Shut the fuck up, Bob. 
Bob, can, we ever, can we ban him? Can we ban him? The only person that likes the show. <laughs> He's the only one in here, man. Can we ban him? <laughs> Heat all the way. So. I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I know that they're a fraudulent one seed, but I also think that they're a very good basketball team, and they're very, very well coached. And uh. And and Jimmy Butler is is, is a good. Jimmy Butler player. has been shooting like nine percent from three since the new year. All right, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> give a fuck about the Miami Heat. They have other three ball shooters. Oh, dude, they got. Guys, I think they're good. I think they got good. they got a former Nescat guy. All right, uh, that's all. <laughs> all right. You're so what was that? I have no idea. So, you know, that's so that's that, that'll be a fun little post show thing to clean up. Um, I don't really know what just happened there. Uh, some fell off my desk, but yeah, from good. the bottom. Regardless of that, I have Matisse Thibel in the doghouse because he knocked all the shit off my desk, and he's a complete <laughs> asshole. No, I have him in the doghouse still though because he is a bit of an asshole. Uh, because look, I'm not gonna tell anybody what to do. Blah blah blah, fucking blah. But dog, come on, he got one shot. And then went fuck it, and then get the next one. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Like you what might as well fuck? just go get. Like regardless of what you think of the vaccine, like you might as well just. You're halfway there. You might as well just go finish it off. Like you might talk you, about you commitment just, issues. Yeah, like just finish the fucking <sighs> job. And if he can't finish that, is he gonna be able to finish a series? No. I mean, he's part of why we lost that Hawks series. He yeah. Hit the fucking ginger dickhead on the floor on the, on the top of the head, give him a little head pat. Yeah, three shots, amazing. It's brutal. It's brutal. brutal. Matisse, buddy, Matisse. I mean, it was so, the stuff with the Ben where he was acting like a little bit of an asshole to the reporters. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm Matisse. I'm really too cool for this question. Fucking asshole. All right. So Matisse, get figured out. Grow up a little bit. Fucking jit bag. All right, Sam. <laughs> you got in the <laughs> you got the doghouse. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I feel like this is an easy one, but I'm gonna go with Alec Bohm. Oh, you know, three errors. Man and Philly. I'll talk. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go into a little more uh, detail of what I actually think of the thing. But like this series of events just needs to go in the doghouse. So let's let's just sit here and watch it for a second. Um, and if it has sound, then then I'll be quiet. But if it doesn't have sound, then I'll I'll narrate. Yeah, do a little so, dramatic. We'll 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 see. We'll see we'll see what we got here. You know. Dum, dum. All right, so that ball goes off of Ranger Suarez, and somehow Alec Bohm fields it and just decides to throw it, not even anywhere near Reese Hoskins which results in everybody moves over a base. Then he feels the ball perfectly clean, has all the time in the world, completely overthrows Reese Hoskins, uh, which is an issue because he took one shuffle, a two shuffle, and then threw it over his head. Second one, he does a little nice backhand, has all the time, or not not quite as much time as he did the first, the, the second one. But still, you have time, make the throw, and... They had to eventually, the umpires had to overturn the call because they thought Reese Hoskins got him with a tag. Hell of an effort by Reese Hoskins. And then he comes off the field after making three errors in one inning. Or three errors in three innings. I forget what it was. Yeah. 
Three errors and three uh, innings, dude. Jeez. Three errors and three innings. Was, yeah, three errors and three innings. He comes off the field and says, quote, I fucking hate this place because they cheered. The crowd cheered for him. It wasn't even because they were booing him yeah. when he made those errors. It was because they cheered for him sarcastically when he made a clean play. Good. So, like, dude. That's so funny. That's so funny, dude. Look. It's it's funny only because of how he handled it after. Yeah. He was just like, yeah. Yeah. I said it. I said it. Emotions got the best of me. Obviously, I don't hate the city. Like, I'm sorry. Well, why don't you? Why don't you hate the city? (laughs) I mean, if... I don't know. Like I, I would. I feel like if I was Alec Bohm, I would pretty much be like, "Yeah, like these guys suck. Like I, I, I hate it here." <laughs> it's like you were saying. Like if you, ha- if if somebody had a video camera on you all day at your job, they'd catch you saying That's something. It. Like, dude, I'd be like, "I this, I fucking hate this place." Or I just. They get me going like this, like after a meeting. Yeah. Shut the. Well, you know, I get, I would get absolutely, I'd get gunned down immediately. I get caught in 4K. So the fact that it, I'm surprised that hasn't happened more. If anything, I'm surprised that hasn't happened more. I know. Well, that's 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 pretty much it. But I'll, uh, we can go, we can, we can move right into the Phillies if you want to do the closing remarks for the doghouse. Oh yeah, I mean, of course, that was the doghouse. Brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit their website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Sam, talking Phil's, baby. Yeah. I saw Luke sent Bryce in the chat in all caps, which means he either made a nice defensive player hit a home run. So I'm going to check the box score there. Let's uh, let's check the box score. But anyways, It's it's, it's every good play with that kid. It is, yeah, it is. A, well, which is what you can appreciate him for. So it looks like they're making the comeback. Oh, a little two-run double, and then, whoops, and then stoles. Oh, and then he, you know, gets to third on a wild pitch. How about that? There you go. So we're in the mix. We're in the mix, dude. You got to play aggressive, especially against the Marlins, bro. Especially against Balls the Marlins. The those, those clownfish. Yeah. So let me let me let me let me ask you this question, Brian. I know you yeah. usually like that. I know you usually like to ask me questions about the Phillies, but I'm going to ask you this question about the Phillies and see if you can answer yeah. it because I sure as hell can't. Um, why has the bullpen been the best part about this Phillies team so far? Because baseball is weird and yeah, isn't real. Baseball isn't real. I, I is what I've determined. It's it's we weird have... watching simulations. <laughs> We have the fourth highest payroll in all of baseball, maybe third. It's either three or four. And Jesus. most of that payroll goes to um, the hitters that we just signed. And they've been consistently bad for, for four, what is it, five games now? Four or five games now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get it. so I get it. Like I'm I'm not I'm not in panic mode. You can judge just by my tone. I'm not I'm not in panic no. mode. I just I 
I'm wondering where is where is all this firepower that you know we've been ranting and that I've been ranting and raving about myself. I I want to see it all come together, and I'm worried that the Phillies keep making the same mistake over and over and over again, which is relying on the bats too much instead of going out and getting solid pitching. But that's not even the case anymore because the bullpen has been fine. It's the starters that have sucked. Dude, so, they've been horrible. All but Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson gave you seven innings, 10 Ks. What about tonight? First, I didn't see him pitch tonight. I watched him pitch great. The, the game. The game four. I, I mean, four runs. He had like a 37 pitch inning tonight. Okay, so that's not great. That's why, my, that's why when I got in the call, that's why when I hopped in the studio, uh, I was literally I looked exhausted because I was watching. Yeah. I was just watching him one inning. suck that's and then good. get pulled. It was brutal, but but he he was good. So even if you throw this one away, he's been the one bright spot, and it, it's been dimmed a little. <laughs> like, so. what the hell, right? I thought Ranger was our fourth ace. I don't care. <laughs> no, I yeah. thought we had like four aces, five DHs. What's the deal? I'm ready to. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not ready to send Ranger back to the bullpen yet. I mean, you can't because you don't no. have another starting pitcher. But you just got. I think you just got to give him a little time to settle into that role a little bit. He's really only used to being an opener. Not totally used to going out there and trying to give you a five, six. Innings in the uh, in the first, and that's like not even that much to ask. Like five, six innings out of your starter. Like I want my starter to go seven, but five or six is usually probably like the the average. Like what if an he average doesn't make it do. to the sixth, then I'm like, oh, he fucked up or he threw a lot. Like that's that's the way I look at it. Like if you don't make it out of the fifth, then you probably did something wrong six or just so like i don't need i don't need the full seven you know like i I just would like i would like them to get to the seventh if that makes sense because then that's only like two and a couple give or take Mm -hmm. innings you know for in terms of outs and and whatnot you ever notice how uh baseball just completely ignores math and just says yeah 4.2 innings pitch that means four he means you got four and two thirds not actually 4.2. You ever notice that? That's why I love that, this sport, man. Just that has bothered me. <laughs> because I would see 4.2, and I'd be like, how are you calculating two tenths a minute? I was like, how are you doing this? Yeah. And then, like, literally, Dumb. like, last season, I was like, I had to Google it. Or I had to sit down <laughs> with you and be like, all right, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> You just love uh, – you just completely ignore, like, the rules of, of math, which is it's like what I live there's for. There's that, like, the backwards Ks I, that I only recently learned. You had, like, an actually logical – like, your brain worked up a thing that, like, made sense. Yeah. And which is, like – and I said to myself, oh, my God, like, that's just Ryan's beautiful brain, like, at work. Like, it's just <laughs> – uh, and Seamus apparently thought the same thing, too, which is – insane and i had never even thought of it i just always knew that it was like backwards k is it looking strike well, yeah i didn't make it past the level of baseball where you could strike out so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i guess we're being vague right um ryan and Seamus both thought that uh the backwards k was so that you didn't have like k k like three k's in a row 
to make yeah. like the KKK, like the Ku Klux Klan. So like yeah. it's just both of their just beautiful little in, innocent minds you, just that I think if you ask most people that aren't baseball people, they would say the same thing. I think it's just a wives tale or, or an urban legend that was disseminated, you know. It's a, you know, it was just an unfortunate because nobody knows that. It it's a be. looking strikeout, a looking strikeout. Yeah. yeah, it's a looking K, man. You never even heard like the term, like when somebody said, "Yeah, you should, like it was." It's a looking. Well, yeah, I've heard he goes down looking, but I'm like, "Ha, ah, what a pussy!" And then I thought you just moved on. Like I didn't, I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't realize oh, that. Like, man. do they keep track of that long term? Do they be like, "Oh, he struck out looking this many"? Well, yeah, it's baseball. Yeah. I guess like it's baseball. You got a staff oh, for everything, just... man. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> I'm overstimulated. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, we can move it back to the Phillies rather than just normal baseball. Just baseball, or what I thought was common knowledge, but <laughs> not even trivia. Not, so, I guarantee it's not all that common. Maybe common, but well, yeah. Okay, we're gonna let's 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 talk about Aaron Nola. I feel like yeah, you gotta talk about oh, Aaron Blola. It's not even clever. You're better than that. You're better. I know. Hey, man, <laughs> I got to get like, you know, I got to pick the low hanging fruit every once in a while. Everyone else gets I it. Know. <laughs> I know. Oh, everyone. Oh, yeah. Everyone else gets the low hanging fruit. I'm I, I don't get to have I'm any. I'm Ryan and I oh, and zingers out. I'm Sam and I like, and I like Aranola. Oh, he sucks. No, it's frustrating to watch. Don't get me wrong. I. <laughs> But it's it's such an easy fix. It's such an easy fix. And I just easy, don't man. understand how you're a major league pitcher and can't throw an 0-2 curveball in the fucking dirt. Just throw in the dirt. No. What's so hard about that? Just throw it in the dirt. No. Let him it, it his curveball tunnels so well with his fastball that all you have to do is throw it exactly like you would the fastball. And have it go right into the dirt, swing and a miss almost every time. If not, you get a check swing, and then that's 50 50 up to the umpires because you know there's actually not a rule on the check swing. There's no, it's, it's not written anywhere. It's, it's a, just a judgment think, call. It's just, yes. It's not, oh, like a break. It's not like a break of the wrists. It's not like, did he go all the way to home plate? Like, did he go past home plate? It's, it's a judgment call. Some umpires say, "Oh, like he broke his wrist. It's it's a swing." Oh no, is is the barrel went past parallel to the to the top of the plate? It it, it depends. It's insane. That's fucking yeah. nuts. I didn't. I know. thought that it was just like I. I just thought that was one thing that everybody else knew that I didn't know. <laughs> but I guess nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. It's there's just it not there's it's not written down anywhere. It's just insane. People are fucking nuts. You, you, do you want to know what should be written down? Aaron Nola's sure. ERA, because it is high. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be written down. <laughs> it's, it should be, and it should be paraded it? around. I'm afraid down. to ask. Like I don't a, even know what it is. Like career over like the last few seasons, I saw a tweet that it was like four or something. <sighs> That's not what you uh, want to hear. It feels high to me, you know? It's high. 
That's high. high. Seamus G, we got any stats or we cooking on the stats? <laughs> Listen, like, stats. and while while he's cooking on the on the stats, I mean six nine. He's only thrown what once so far. Yeah, six nine two. Maybe sure. twice. Twice. He's thrown twice. Twice. He's thrown twice. You're right. Yeah. It's our opening day starter with a four yard. He was the opening day. I forgot about that. Um, and and obviously, Wheeler's a better pitcher. I think we all knew that after last year. But oh yeah, I I'm not. I I was okay with Nola starting on opening day because he's a homegrown guy. And at first, at, at first glance, I'm like, he's not that much worse than Wheeler, but he really is. So. Yeah, we can let's let's I I guess we can look at this. I don't yeah, all right. It, Dude, but. 2018, bro. He was so good. Yeah, he was very that was that was his Cy Young. Um that was when he was in consideration for Cy Young. Two three seven. Yeah, that's that's saving him right now. So like wow. if if he, if the career is still if the career is calculating what he has in twenty twenty two right now, then that's skewed. Yeah. So he's got. I would venture to say he's probably got like a three, four ERA. Is if my math, if my maths are somewhat near. Hey, hey, so it's okay. We can live with that. That's like okay. That. Yeah, not. But I said it before. Like this team success all depends on Aaron Nola's success. Because you you have to have that one two punch to go into a three game series, right? So you go Nola Wheeler or Wheeler Nola win those two games because you should win every game minus like two or a three few. that they go out and start because they're some of the best pitchers in the league supposedly. So that is. Not ideal. It's not no. an ideal start. It's not no. an ideal start. But no. there's still a long season ahead, Ryan. Still so long. He can figure it out. It's still not warm enough for Aaron Nola, the Bayou kid. It's not. Dude, really it's not warm. warm. He needs to be sweating bullets out there to be throwing bullets. But then what happens like, when we finally make the playoffs? Then we're screwed, Ryan. Like, he's just not going to pitch well. He's going to have to come out of the pen. <laughs> Wait, wait, if we don't have home field advantage, that'll be good. Then maybe we go play in LA. Maybe we play. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. You know, that would be ideal. <laughs> that would be ideal. Maybe we got to go on the road. Maybe we got to go a little mercenary style. We could play in right. Tampa. You know, we could play, go down, play in Tampa again. Run it hey, back. Love Tampa. Run it back. Love Tampa. Yeah. We could run it back. You know, yeah, um, man. but Look, it's, it really, it's Phillies too early. To good. I they they will be. I think they really I will be. Them. They just need to. I'm basically thinking about this as the next week of spring training. Like we're still in spring training mode right now. It was a, it was a short spring training. Um, yeah. Like uh, what? I mean, this is one thing that we can point to as well. Take a look at Bryce Harper's first half last year. And take a look at his second half. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the Atlanta Braves. Okay. Yep. They had how many wins last year? Eighty nine. They were all they were hot and cold all season long, and they got hot right mm-hmm. at the right time. Yep, that's so, baseball, baby. That's baseball. It's fuck yeah. People going. I mean, look. Do I like to say Aaron Nola blows because it's fun to say? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not calling for his job or anything though, because yeah. there's so much time. There's so much time. And uh, 
hopefully just everything kind of works. Dude, and we That's haven't it. even seen Mickey Moniak in the lineup. Like, Nope. Dude. Oh, Bryson Stott. He's been phenomenal. Oh, he's yeah. been so good. I, I almost didn't want to talk. Like, I almost didn't even think to talk about him because there's just, like, so many, like, yeah. bad things to say, even though we're not – sky's falling. But. He has – like, it's my favorite swing on on the Phillies now. He is my new favorite swing. I saw him play opening day, and I was like – and I watched it. I skipped lift, uh, my team lift, to go watch opening day of Phillies good. baseball. And I saw that kid swing, and I was like, he's already got my new – like, it's already my favorite swing on – on the Phillies, it used to be Gene Segura, but dude, I, now dude, I love uh, Gene, dude. Yeah, it used to be Gene James Segura. Cigarettes. Yeah, there's also just something about a lefty stroke, man. Like, there's I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it there's just something way prettier about how it just, and it's not, it's just mirrored. Like, it's not. Yeah. There's not. There should be that big a difference between a lefty but and a righty swing, but but there just is, see. and I. There's just something about it. I don't. I don't know. But Bryson Stott, man, he's been great. He's been okay. He's been fine in the field. I mean, it's a low bar considering the other third baseman that's been playing. But um, he's been great at the plate, just slapping singles the other way, just slapping them. What? A, just, just that beautiful swing, just to the other way, to left field. Baseball, left baby. That's so real baseball. Great. That's it. That's it. That's it right there. Mm. I'm good now. We can move on. Yeah. Phillies. Phillies continue the series against the Marlins. Yeah. This week. Seamus says. Let's do Seamus says. He's he's ready. Do Seamus says? He's ready? Yeah, he's ready. No flyers to talk about. No, we're not gonna talk about the flyers. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. I can't yeah. believe the season's not over, but regardless, we're not talking about the Seamus yeah, said. I- I thought, I, I thought the Flyers oh. season was over like a week ago. Uh, Sorry, I thought, I thought it, it was. I thought it <laughs> and then I start. I still see tweets. I'm like, how? <laughs> I still keep getting like score notifications of like yeah. the, the final score, and I'm like, damn, they lost four. It was like nine two. When is this? When is this season over? Like what? A <laughs> lot of four nothing losses. A lot of four. A lot of four zip. A lot of three yeah. zip. A lot of those. A lot of not goal scoring going on. I like I. It's tough to watch. I barely watch. I watch highlights at this point. Like I don't want to suffer through it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll support my team. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. What, what's that? <laughs> what is? What is? What's going on here? I'm wearing a Phillies hat. The Phillies have been average for three years straight. Like, what? What are we talking about? All right. Sorry. Seamus says, mash. Ooh. <laughs> Let me get that in there. Mashing, yeah. bashing, and thrashing baseballs. Fans in the stands starting some brawls. The fightings are back. I miss those T-Mac calls. Safe to say I have high hopes, even though the boys have some flaws. Screw it. Let's have some fun. Literally watching one through nine. Smash the cover off the ball as it goes over the wall. Let's go Phillies, and let's have some fun, y'all. Happy baseball season, boys. That's great. That's that's good. Lovely. I I know. Like, I, we just have to wait for the bats to get hot. Like, exactly. That's, that's all. Exactly. We just have to wait for them to get hot because once they all like, once we get in midseason form, it'll be it'll be every day doubles in the gap, dingers. It'll it's yes, like I said. Sure. We're still in spring training mode right now. Exactly. 
They were hot in spring training. A little bit of a cold streak right now. They'll get they'll they'll get hot again. I'm not worried. Well, it was also you in can the hotter that. weather. Yes, you can clip that and say I'm not worried. And then when we're like in the dog days of July and when You're I said that, then, <laughs> then I'll be like a little worried. But yeah, but I mean it's kind of a nightmare start for like the top four right now. Ah, yeah. Like, all of them have, like, one big hit kind of thing that, yeah, like, sticks right. in our mind. But it's, you know, it's we're playing game seven right now, and we're losing to the Marlins. So. I'll bring it back. Boy, yeah, dude. it'll be fine. It's just like, oh, man, it would have been nice to yeah. have something. It's good to see. I'd rather the bats be cold than the bullpen be atrocious early, if that makes any sense at all. Because Dude, the bullpen if it was is just going to be the bullpen. Same old. Yeah. If it was it, same it, old, the, same old. They come out scoring six runs a game, and like the bullpen was letting up eight. I would probably yeah. like be burning down CBP at this point. But yeah, hmm. like it's 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 different for bats to be cold than pitchers to suck. If that makes any sense, because like hitters go through cold streaks all the time. Right. But if you're if you're a pitcher, like and you're pitching in the show, like you're pretty much what you are. You know, okay. There's not a lot of leaps and bounds made during. No, there's not a whole lot. I mean, you get the every now and then you'll get a guy that's like, holy shit, like this guy used to suck, but now he's AL, like, or he now he's Cy Young candidate. But you're pretty much what you are when you're a pitcher. Like with the bullpen, like I, if Brad Hand, I think if he was gonna suck, like, like he has the past two years. I think we would know. Okay. But he's been okay this year so far. That's yeah, it. so far so good. And he's pitched yeah. a little bit tonight. He hasn't he hasn't even get, given up a walk or a hit so far. Yeah. He's on his third batter. So I there, think that uh... he's been good. They they had this guy Nelson who like pitched mm-hmm. four innings or something after no I think it was after Nola. Nola did, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they have some good arms. But I keep coming back to like the old saying, good pitching always beats good hitting. Yeah. Always. So like as long as we we have that part, well the hitting will come. It will come. Hopefully the starters get into a groove. You know, they just need to I just need a, I just need a sub three ERA from Aranola. Is that is that a lot to ask? I think yes. so at this point. Yeah, I think it's a lot to ask. Yeah, Ugh, like, at this point in his career, man. Yeah, I think it. I think hoping for how about under sub three, three four. I was gonna go sub three three. How's sub three three sound? I think three three. I would be a happy man. Oh, man, I wouldn't be happy, sad. but I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. All right, See, well. It's too. It's, it's just. It's too early. There's 162 <laughs> games to play, man. It's too early to talk. There's about literally 155 games left. I don't. <laughs> There's. <laughs> what's so seven many divided games? by 162? That's not how that works. The answer is approximately 0.0. Multiply that by 100. Oh, okay. I got you. 4.3 percent of the season. <laughs> the fuck do you think it's I was doing? That's higher than I thought. I thought you were gonna like subtract. I don't know. Like there's. No. Uh, Math subtracts. Guy. I already did the math. Just kidding. That was pre-recorded, actually. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good job. 
I'm good. No more Phillies. They're going to be fine. They're going to be okay. They're going to be yeah. fine. I promise. <laughs> no issues whatsoever. However, <laughs> however, Sam, Seamus. You know what? I'm, I don't think I'm going to be fine because draft season is literally like two weeks away. The draft is literally in two weeks. And this is it's a big draft for Howie Roseman and the gang. Is it not? It's massive. It's not. We've had some key departures this offseason, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Even just recently, two guys, Steven Nelson. Uh, yep. I didn't think he was very good, but he occupied an important place on the roster. Yep. And uh, Rodney McLeod, who was kind of mid last year, but was like obviously one of the faces of that Super Bowl team on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. So that's uh, that, that stings a little bit. And uh, that we a lot. Yeah, we might miss out on Teron Matthew. We might miss out on the Honey Badger. Lord knows what's going to happen. So this is going to be a really important I thought draft. That was a lock, man. I thought I, Dude, I thought he was coming. Like I, I thought, thought that was. was Thought that was in. Like I, I, know, I knew it wasn't official, but like I thought it was like oh, I felt it felt like the Bryce Harper thing, where I was like he's he's coming, like he's gotta, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's gotta come here. Like where else is he gonna go to win? You know, so anywhere. I don't know. No. <laughs> stay in DC to win. Well, <laughs> he didn't know that. Well, how could anybody? But <laughs> yeah, who would have thought that the fucking nationals were gonna win after they got rid of harper all right not yeah. me some old school baseball guys out there were like i knew they couldn't win with that kid yeah that haircut. Some... <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah draft season we have two picks two picks in the first round do you think we'll still have two picks in the first round come draft night yes yeah, yeah i do we have to I do after we have to, are, are we going with the third first round wide receiver in a row? I hope not. No, no, I, I don't, don't want to. So. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, man. I want Jordan Davis. At, at, what, what do we got? We got 16. I want Jordan Davis, defensive tackles. University of Georgia. He's gonna be there, dude. He's is he though? I don't think so, dude. Dude, the mocks are saying like 12, 11. Dude, dude, anything can happen, bro. Anything can happen. Let me look at Vic's mock draft from because the Ravens are supposed to take that DA from uh from Florida State, like right before us, too, who I also wanted. Ah, you see, dude, this is why I hate the draft because like what if they're just not there? Right. What happens <laughs> you do all the research in the world for yeah. months at a time, and then they're gone. Just what like, if it just doesn't shake out like I perfectly planned it like in my head? I've, like, I've seen full like drafts based on Sauce, like Sauce. I think it's Sauce Gardner, and yeah, like dude. he's gonna go top five now. Like he's jumped up in the like rankings in the he's past like month. second overall. Yeah. He's so good, dude. He's very he's, good. He's he very good. is so incredible. Honestly, the amount of talent on that Cincinnati team is hilarious. Because, like, obviously they had to be good enough to make it to the – I mean, they were the fourth best team in the country. So, right. yep. clearly there's good players on that team. And they were but, an older team, too. So, mm-hmm. like, those guys are going to the draft. Yeah, they're coming yeah. out. And they're going to make an impact as soon as they hit the league. But we had some, we had some interesting – Visits, gentlemen, from different draft prospects. We had 
Two wide receivers. We had Chris Olave from uh, Ohio State and Jameson Williams from Alabama. I know Shane was as Achilles or something. I could have sworn he tore the Williams guy. He tore something. He's on one leg visiting. Like I don't want. If if I'm going with a wide receiver, give me like someone who's healthy. You know what I mean? Like if it's a first round wide receiver, give me someone who's healthy. You don't want to do Sidney Jones all over again. You know, like it's not. He's one like. Uh, like facet away from from being like the perfect tic tac toe of a of a draft pick that I would hate. Like he's hurt, he like redundant, and it's in the teens. And uh, the only issue is that he played for Alabama, not in the Pac twelve. If he was an injured Pac twelve player <laughs> that we picked in the teens, <laughs> then that would be like my biggest nightmare. The trust, <laughs> yeah. Oh so, gosh. but. But honestly, those are the two worst parts. Is it's in the teens. We're out of the. Well, we talked about this last week. We're out of the foolproof range now, so anything can fucking happen. If Jordan Davis is there at fifteen, do you take? Absolutely. Yeah, or it's, you do. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. You take, take him, and if then you gone, just kind of hope for Dean. With yeah, that. that's what I was thinking too. Like, do you do you take the chance and go with somebody else before Nicobe Dean? Or because he's not going to go for our first pick, I don't think. He might go somewhere so. in between where we yeah. pick next. I think that's a very big possibility. So I think that's how you, it's being mocked as well. So do you go with Dean and just say, like, fuck it, we, we got to get that guy. We got to get him on a board and we got to get him in an Eagles uniform and then go well, with somebody else that you don't it, really want later on? It depends it, who's it's there. Davis and Kobe Dean. Who do you want? Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean. There's one I right want, answer. To that. I, I want Nicobe Dean. You're wrong. Yeah. You need a linebacker. Jordan. Dude, this is a defensive line football team. Always has been. Fletcher Cox's ass. He's not going to be here for much longer. He's checked out. When? Like a while ago. <laughs> like. <laughs> He's talking like ooh, Jeremiah ooh, Trotter ooh, era. Yes, I'm talking about Trotter. The game was completely cool. different. Oh, yeah, in a completely different era of football. Yeah, the linebackers sure. were huge. Yeah. Who was the best linebacker on our Super Bowl team? Nigel fucking Bradham? Where the hell is he? He's gone. Or Knicks. He was not there, was he? He was. I thought, we, I thought he was hurt. He was one of the many people that was hurt, I thought. Let me see. I don't know. My point being, at fifteen, dude, dude, Jordan Davis, he his 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 forty time is faster than some like fast people. Yeah. He's so big, <laughs> literally get unreal get, analysis out of you, Ryan. Dude, like, what do you want from me? What do you want his from me? Time, I don't have his forty time is faster than a lot of people who are fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, dude, then people that are really fast. All right, let me so let me just double check here. Let me just uh, let me take a look at this. Uh, what happened to Jordan Hicks in 2017? I, I'm pretty sure he was playing linebacker, dude. I, I don't know. I, he, he suffered an ago. Achilles injury during week seven. Shit. All right. <laughs> ah, like, eh, you know? And then he played another, and then he left. Blah, blah, blah. But the defensive line is has always been the bread and butter of this team. Howie Roseman has always built his teams inside out. Yeah, he's a fucking well, – he's, he's coming at the quarterback. 
like, yeah, defensive line is an infinitely more valuable position in the in in the NFL. Look at you the, really want to be on the same side as Bob. Uh, Aaron Donald is <laughs> the highest paid player in all of football. He's the best player in all of football. He's the most. All right, all right, all right. I still like, like D. He should have been oh, MVP yeah. of that Super Bowl. Yeah, he absolutely should have been. He should have been. But it's him getting screwed aside. Look, if Dean's there and Jordan Davis isn't there, fucking get the Kobe Dean. Dude, see, we're we're doing the same thing. This is going to be like that Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase argument that you and I would get into You're right. All the time, You're absolutely Where they're both fucking yeah, great. Obviously, the guy that I picked is better, but <laughs> it's still close. You know, it's one of those, one of those classic, <laughs> those classic draft arguments. Got a better quarterback. <laughs> Got a better quarterback than we do right now. 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 For now. For now. For we'll now. see. Because also we had Matt Corral visit. How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about Matt Corral of all the I don't even know who the prospects? fuck that is. Is that the exactly. Wake Forest guy? No. No? Fuck, <laughs> 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 guys. Sorry. Our draft, our draft analysis is incredible tonight. Yeah. All, all three of us are firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Well, I'm looking up Jordan Davis 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember this quarterback's name. Like, what are we doing here? Matt Corral. All right, dude. He ran a four seven eight at three hundred and forty one pounds. Okay, that's faster than Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Give Ooh. me him. Get him on this team. Oh, Get that's he's that. not. He's not going to be there at sixteen, dude. There's no way. He's at. We're at fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, he's not going to be there at fifteen. My bad. <laughs> way hey. different. Yeah. Way so, different. Huge difference. Hey, there's a reason yes, how there he traded the sixteenth pick and not the fifteenth. You know. Hey. That is true. That is very true. Galaxy brain. Yep. Galaxy brain. But yeah, dude, I, I I saw that Matt Corral posted an Instagram. He he played for Ole Miss. Oh. In that like, uh. in that absolutely like absurd offense that they had. Like he, yeah, granted, okay. he put up like fatty numbers, but it was in, you know, it's like uh, Matt. Granted, he, it was in on steroids. Like, okay. yeah, and like that offense, it was designed to just put up QB numbers and. Mm. You know, he played in this bowl game and got hurt. You know, obviously a lot of heart there, but he's just he's just not a Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence level player. You know, okay. is Trevor Lawrence a, a, a Trevor Lawrence type player? Coming out of college, coming out of college, okay. coming out of college. I mean, anything can happen, but in terms of how they were touted coming out, like he's just not even close to that kind of prospect. Which is sure. why they trade teams have traded the Colts traded for fucking Matt Ryan. Like every every team's trying to figure out their quarterback before this draft because all these quarterbacks yes. are not ready to start right now. You don't have a Joe Burrow who you can throw back there. Okay. Great. He ended up getting hurt. So you can't you really shouldn't be doing that more often than not. Yeah. You really just should not be throwing the rookie QBs out there uh to get absolutely lunched. Um especially when they're as bad as Matt Corral and and Malik Willis and who's the other fucking guy in this class? Desmond Pickens. Or Kenny Pickens. Oh, oh. Kenny Pickett, yeah, he got small yeah. hands. All right, you know, <laughs> loves, do, do, dude. Do you want? You want to know who also had small hands? Jabari Parker. Where's he? That's fair. It's a different Parker. sport entirely, but you know they. It both, is yeah, a different both, sport entirely. They both use hands, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Look, man, if you come out as a quarterback wearing two gloves, yeah, it's hard. I'm sorry, it's hard. You can't catch a can't catch a snap. Like, <laughs> come on, guys! Like, what? Like, look, 
Dude, talk about quarterbacks just thrown to the wolves. Zach Wilson and another dude. Schwarber just grounded out with the man on first. Oh, double play. Sorry. Good. There it is. Top of the ninth within one run. Let's yeah, man. It's gonna be interesting to see what the what the what the birds do. Obviously, as we get closer. There's a, there's always like breaking news that pops up before the draft and players move up and down. There's going to be a Bo Callahan of this draft. There's going to be a Vontae Mack. And my question to you guys is, who's <laughs> Bo Callahan and who's who's and and, and who's Vontae Mack? Right? <laughs> who are people sleeping on? Who are people sleeping on? Who are people too excited about? We don't have to answer it this week. We can take our time and come back. But I want a Bo Callahan from you, and I want a Vontae Mack. That could be a good segment recurring year sure. to year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I will not... say, wide receiver-wise, the second round is stacked. There's like five receivers slotted to go around us, like uh, Pickens from Georgia, that guy from North Dakota State, those both big body guys, and that's what we need in our arsenal right now because mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard can't be our only guy that we throw to just hoping for a catch. You know what I mean? Yeah, we need so, an Alshon style. Yeah. We need a T. Higgins type. I'm not even – we need a T. Higgins type. Large catch radius. Big catch radius. We need those guys. We need a guy that's able to do that. So if we can get a guy that can do that, dude, Pickens is so good. Yeah. I remember, like, dude, that Georgia, like, if we pick three players from Georgia with our first three <laughs> picks, like, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody. <laughs> like, not at all. Not, not at, all. at all. Not at all. And uh, there's a, you guys have a, a, a Devontae Mack and a, and a, a Bo Callahan? No, because I, I feel like Vontae Mack is the guy that we've been talking about this whole time. It's the Kobe Dean. I, I mean, it does track to you know good comp. linebacker, but linebacker, linebacker. Yeah. He's I, I'm scared that he's not going to be there when when we have to pick. He could go off the board early, and who's going to fall? Who's going to fall? I think, dude. I have a feeling. I don't know which quarterback, but one of these three quarterbacks is going to yeah. go like in I'll, like the fifth. Like for no reason, everybody's good. Who's it gonna be? One of them must because, like, that's where they are. Like, I know quarterbacks go early, but like, they're like a fifth round quarterback to like a camp arm. Like, you know, it's 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 gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult to see what happens there. Yeah, we shall see. It's it's all up in the air. It's all up in the air. I mean, that's why you hate it, right, Ryan? Like, it's you just can't you can't predict it. You can't predict mm-hmm. it all. It's like right? it's why I hate doing fantasy football drafts. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. pick this guy, and then he gets taken. I'm like, oh, fuck, now I gotta find a whole new guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is how a draft works. <laughs> but yeah, what was I gonna do? Describe <laughs> not the draft? <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works, man. Um, anyways, you guys got anything else? No. No. The game's on Bryce Harper's bat right now. So awesome. Wait. What a what a time! A fly out, ah, game over. Probably, Sorry, probably got under the baseball. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, yeah, those will turn into home runs later in the season. I promise. Exactly. He probably just warning track. It. Yeah, he probably just missed it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, thank you very much 
ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this edition of the Wolves of Brushy podcast. My name is Sam Glavin. You can follow me at Sam Glavin 06, along with my wartime consigliere, Ryan Conway at Ryan Conway 76, and our producer, Seamus G at Shamelessly SG. Go check out the LibertyLine.com, all the blogs and stuff. Buy a t shirt. There's a couple new ones out. Pretty cool. Uh, big shout out to Drew and Vic for letting us rant and rave on their platform. Go check out the Wolves of Broad Street at Wolves of Broad ST on all of the social medias. Shamus G, close us down. I didn't have a 